Welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 59. Thank you for joining me on this May 10th, 2022, and let's get into the distractions. Out of the New York Post, we have Chef Mario Batali cleared of groping women in a sexual misconduct case. Mario Batali on Tuesday was cleared of charges that he groped a woman at a Boston bar, an important victory for the celebrity chef who fell from grace after multiple allegations of sexual impropriety surfaced. Must be a really slow news day. And the next big hoopla we have is that Elon said he will reinstate Donald Trump after the Twitter deal goes through. I don't see what the big deal is since Trump has his own platform called True Social, so whatever. And we have the baby killers still at it. Now they're protesting by the Supreme Court justices' houses, by Alito's house and I think Thomas's house or one of them. But that's uh, that's against federal law. That's up to a year imprisonment if they choose to arrest these people, which they probably won't. And on top of that, you have New York Governor Kathy Hochul proposing to expand abortion access by $35 million to out-of-staters if the Roe v. Wade is overturned. This is all a big ploy by the Democrats to try to get people to vote against Republicans in the midterms. That's all this is. And as I stated in last week's episode, states have their own abortion law, so it really doesn't matter what this Roe vs. Wade thing does. Uh, it's just a ploy by the Democrats to try to gather votes for the midterms. And while everyone's worrying about baby killing, the market took a big hit yesterday, which it kind of straightened out. It just leveled off. It didn't go back up to today, but it took a very big, everything took a big hit yesterday, which uh, it's just uh, doesn't look good. But have no fear because President Joey B is here and he had a press conference today about inflation and the economy. So he starts off by patting himself on the back on how he created 8.6 million jobs in his first 15 months. Uh, That unemployment is down at 3.6%. And in addition, Americans have applied to start 5.4 million new small businesses. He says the country's on the mend. But get this, the following paragraph, ready for this? The following paragraph, he says, But for every worker I met who gained a little bit of breathing room to seek out a better paying job, for every entrepreneur who's gained the confidence to pursue their small business dreams, I know that families all across America are hurting because of inflation. My brain just melted like you're you just were saying how good it is. And then you just go right into inflation and we're hurting. What What is this? Who writes these speeches? He goes on that he wants every American to know that he's taking inflation very seriously. And it's his top domestic priority over everything, everything top number one. What What's abortion? And I'm sorry to say this gets much better. It gets better. It, it totally gets better. It was strap into your seats. So he's here today to talk about solutions for inflation, all right? But first, but first, he says, I want us to be crystal clear about the problem. He states, there are two leading causes of inflation we're seeing today. The first cause of inflation is a once in a century pandemic. Not only did it shut down our global economy, it threw the supply chain and demand completely out of whack, especially in countries where more effective recovery responses weren't available, especially in those sectors that rely on semiconductors. These supply challenges have been further hampered by onset of Delta and Omicron viruses, and you've all seen it and you've all felt it. And this year we have a second cause, a second cause. 
Mr. Putin's war in Ukraine. I mean, get the just blatant lies, just lying to your face, just blatant lies. I I don't, I can't, I just, I, uh, I don't know if I can go on reading this thing. All right, let me compose myself. Um, he continues, you saw, uh, we saw in March that 6% of inflation that month was due to price increases at the pump for gasoline. Putin's war has raised food prices as well because Ukraine and Russia are two of the world's major breadbaskets of for wheat and corn are essentially completely stalled. So I fast forward a little bit. So we're working with our European partners to get this food out into the world so that it could help bring down prices. But it's difficult because, again, of Putin and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So he talks about the Fed after that, how they're going to do their job to help battle inflation, which they raised the interest rate half a point. So whatever. Now I'm just going to cover this one last paragraph that he says that I know he's full of shit. Listen to this. Here at home, U.S. oil and gas production is approaching record levels. In fact, we produced more oil domestically in my first year in office than my predecessor did in his first year in office. Does this guy even understand the words he is reading, what he is saying? Does, does he understand this? Is he that mentally shot that he doesn't understand what he's saying? First of all, first thing, the, the pandemic didn't shut down the economy governments decided to shut down the economy the pandemic didn't nobody you know you didn't even get up to try everybody's just like let's just shut down and it was supposed to only be two weeks right but we kept it longer so how is that the pandemic's fault the only way you would be able to blame this on the pandemic itself if you no one shut anything down and you just try to manage your way through it and people were drastically dying where, you know, businesses were losing all their employees and they couldn't stay open. And, and, and that's the only way you could say that the pandemic caused this. But you can't say that pandemic causes because you shut down the businesses on the government, shut down the businesses on their own out of their own will. So there's no way of, of being sure that you could say that the pandemic did this. It's, it's false. Now, secondly, uh, uh, just a reminder that when your predecessor was in office, we were energy independent and gas hit was around $2. But it wasn't all the executive orders, orders Biden signed when he got into office, closing all the pipelines and basically making us energy dependent on other countries. No, nobody remembers that, but it's Putin's fault. He probably must have forgotten that he signed all those executive orders, and he probably even forgot that he, how he got into the president's uh, office, right? But I know who remembers how he got into the office. Dinesh D'Souza knows how you got into the president's office, how you won those elections, because he made a little documentary called 2,000 Mules, and if you have not seen this documentary, I highly suggest you see it. So Dinesh D'Souza releases this documentary, 2,000 Mules, this week, and I'll give you, you, should, you should definitely see it. Uh, I'll give you a brief rundown. It's uh, it, it There's this organization called truthevote.org. So they went and they bought all this cell phone data in many states, millions and millions of, of you know, metadata, a big giant thing of all the cell phones. So basically, if you don't know, your cell phone tracks you all day long, basically, right? And you know, these companies have all this information for sale. So they picked this up and using geolocation by these ballot boxes that were around, they started, you know, uh, 
going through this data and seeing certain patterns of certain individuals. So that's how they mark they they came up with a bunch of like say one state had like 500 people that made multiple runs to multiple ballot boxes. And also to the, the same people went to multiple nonprofit organizations and they saw that these people and all these ballot boxes have cameras in the area. So you can see these people dumping multiple ballots into these ballot boxes. Now, they weren't bringing like a case of ballots and, and just feeding them into these ballot boxes. They had like several ballots on them. And you can say, hey, well, maybe they were handing them in, in uh, for their family. Yeah, in multiple locations. And some states have laws where you're not allowed to take somebody's ballot to the uh, ballot box. You have to do it individually. So there's a lot of things where they did break rules. You understand? So you have three forms of information. You have the cell phone tracking. You know who it was. You have them on videotape. And you know what nonprofits they visited. So there should be a, this should be an open and shut case for an investigation. I mean, if nothing happens after this, it, it's, I don't know. I, I just don't know what else to say because it's, it's, they're red hand, they got caught red handed. And last year, Mike Lindell had the, that my pillow guy had a whole thing, a whole, a whole bunch of expert also, but they were showing basically numbers about how the numbers didn't match up in the votes and stuff like that. And it was a whole day thing, presentation, the guy paid for it and nothing happened. And, you know, that's because it's it's numbers. To investigate that, that's a little, little uh, you know, not specific, but we have people on camera. You have cell phone information. It, this, this should not go unanswered. People should be arrested. And I read online, I guess he, Dinesh D'Souza, will be releasing this information to the authorities. Now, what's going to happen with that? Who knows? We know how, you know, they're operating now. So we'll see. But uh, a very interesting documentary. I highly recommend it. Now, that's all I got today. Hopefully that's enough. My brain is melting. I got to give myself a break after all that fabulous information. But... Thanks for joining me. I am your host, Anthony T. This is Static Podcast. You could reach me at staticpodcast.net. Subscribe, donate. This is a value for value podcast. You can stream sats to me. There are no advertisements. And thanks for joining me. And I will see you next week.